Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Entropic Warfare. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and it is Monday, June 6th in the year 2022. We've got a lot to discuss tonight as we suffer through an engineered collapse of our nation that's working at high speed. And if there is a plan, their plan is actually working brilliantly and faster than anybody possibly expected. So if you don't have some righteous fire burning within you, get it fast. And hopefully by the end of tonight's show, you will. Before we begin, make sure you're getting a good night's sleep. In the middle of a war like this, there's nothing more treacherous than the exhaustion that can come and the lack of mental focus. And you, to get a good night's sleep, we're privileged to have the best products available through the best Patriot company around, and that's My Pillow. My Pillow offers all sorts of amazing products to ensure that you get a great night's sleep, including Giza cotton sheets. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and as you know, my passion is to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. That's why I created my new Giza Dreams bed sheets. I started by using the world's best cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. I guarantee you they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. I do not like my sheets. I love Mikey's a dream sheet. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you can buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or you can get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com. Use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. And that's mypillow.com forward slash bards. Your promo code is bards. All your great savings come with using that great promo code. And if you want to speak to a real person, call 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. A Patriot Pillow Counselor is on standby to make sure you get everything you need to ensure you have a fantastic night's sleep. Again, mypillow.com forward slash bards, promo code bards. Well, Patriots, we've got some neat stuff coming up this week. I've got Zach Redpill78 on tomorrow night. He and I recorded that interview this morning. And I'm also going to have Wano Saban on later this week. And you can understand why that's an issue, or not an issue, but an important piece. When the mainstream media, along with the pedophile peddling daily beast, goes after Wano Saban, something's good going on. <laughs> that's all I can say. So we're going to have a couple great guests and many more coming up in the coming weeks. I think you'll enjoy these shows. I spoke to Shemaine Nugent today. She's going to come on very soon, and we're seeing if we can maybe get Uncle Ted on as well, which would be fantastic. So we got a lot of stuff cooking, and to begin tonight, we're going to listen to a piece from X-Files. And I'm going to set the stage here and to understand why I'm putting this out. We are in a in a place right now that could easily be called entropic warfare. What is entropic warfare? It's really an extension of fifth generation warfare. So what is fifth generation warfare is a warfare that's based primarily on non-kinetic military action, which means the use of social engineering, misinformation, cyber attacks, and other technologies like artificial intelligence and fully autonomous systems. And essentially what happens in a fourth generation warfare is that information and perception are what win the battle. You, and to do that, you have to create a measure of chaos. That's where the entropic part comes in, entropy. We are suffering through right now a point of engineered chaos or entropy. They want to collapse everything so that it becomes so vicious and so evil that people will beg for a solution. Now, the problem with this type of warfare is both sides... If you have a good guy and a bad guy, both people can take advantage of this. And the only azimuth people have 
is if they're willing to endure and keep their eyes literally on the focus point of what has to happen. Now, IET, who is on uh, on Truth Social and on uh, on Telegram, made a post the other day I'm going to give him a lot of credit for because he went through a list of things that don't matter. Mainly that the deep state doesn't care whether you find out that they poisoned you with an injection. They don't care if you find out that they're a bunch of pedophiles. They don't care about any of these things that we think are important. The one thing that they fear, and I, and I, I completely agree, this is what he posted, and I'm happy he put this up there. The one thing that they fear is that we discover the true relationship and the truth of Christ and God. They fear that. And that is the one azimuth that we have in this entire fight to keep us focused, not these distractions. Because as important as the issues are around getting to justice and getting to truth, what they're trying to do is they're trying to keep everybody pulled left and right and in total chaos and pitted against each other. There's no unifying effect. And if you look, quite frankly, across either side, whether it's your, quote, patriot side, meaning leadership, or your other side, nobody is fomenting leader unity. The only unity is coming out through our faith and our unity through God. Never before has our faith become so important, and not only is it important, it's fundamental in winning this war. There's been wars in the past that people could skirt by, and that's not the case. It had to do with increased firepower, overmatch to your opponent, greater, greater courage than your opponent, whatever that is. That's not the case here, because this is a side where a war where both sides, or all sides, I should say, are using deception, they're using misinformation, they're using cyber attacks, they're using social engineering, all in the temp of winning the prize, which is the control of us. And that's the question of what paths we take. But in fifth generation warfare, the entire battlefield is literally in the information and influence domain, which is in your head. And that's what they're trying to engineer. So I want you to hear this piece, that all that said, from X-Files, this was done in season 10 of 2016. This is four minutes and 18 seconds. Take a listen to this. Tad O'Malley has been making claims. Claims about what? You and everyone you know has a piece of DNA in your genome put there without your knowing it. Put there by whom? Well, that's the question of the day. This is an internet lunatic. You're not saying you believe him. Just hold on, Agent Einstein. You're talking to a scientist. Uh, forgive me, Assistant Director. It may sound insensitive, but the suggestion is pure science fiction. What I'm saying, Agent Einstein, is that the facts, as I understand them, cannot be discounted out of hand. No one has the right or the ability to tamper with your DNA. Unless we gave them that ability. You say they're tampering with our DNA, that they're able to shut down our immune systems by the addition of something to our DNA. Yes, but I don't know how exactly. Or how it's being triggered. I don't know that either. Or why it's happening now. What can we possibly do? We need to act quickly. You were right about that. Well, I was wrong about the science. I was wrong about what's causing it. Dead wrong, in fact. It, but it's clearly a widespread failure of our immune systems. Through gene tampering. A virus within a virus that was put there through the smallpox vaccine. It's what these men are calling the Spartan virus. We have to figure this out. What's wrong with the science? Okay. The Spartan virus removes the adenosine deaminase gene from your DNA. Remove the ADA gene and your immune system will simply vanish. Yeah, but I'm not getting sick. It's only a matter of time. Okay, so how does it work? How does the virus remove the ADA gene? A process called CRISPR-Cas9. CRISPR-Cas9. RNA and a protein cutting genes at exact locations. Exactly, but in this instance used as a weapon. The ultimate weapon. The ability to depopulate the planet, to kill everyone but the chosen by tampering with their DNA. Through gene editing. Why do such a thing and lie about it? Our own government. Your own government lies as a matter of course, as a matter of policy. The Tuskegee experiments on black men in the 30s, Henrietta Lacks. What are they trying to do? That's the missing piece. But it's not hard to imagine a government hiding, hoarding technology for 70 years at the expense of human life and the future of the planet. Driven not only by corporate greed, but a darker objective. The takeover of America. And then the world itself, by any means necessary, however violent, or cruel, or efficient. By severe drought, 
brought on by weather wars, conducted secretly using aerial contaminants and high-altitude electromagnetic waves in a state of perpetual war to create problem, reaction, solution scenarios to distract, enrage, and enslave American citizens at home with tools like the Patriot Act and the National Defense Authorization Act, which abridge the Constitution in the name of national security. The militarization of police forces in cities across the U.S., the building of prison camps by the Federal Emergency Management Agency with no stated purpose, the corporate takeover of food and agriculture, pharmaceuticals and healthcare, even the military in clandestine agendas to fatten, dull, sicken, and control a populace already consumed by consumerism. And I encourage you all to go shopping more. A government that taps your phone, collects your data, and monitors your whereabouts with impunity. A government preparing to use that data against you when it strikes. And the final takeover begins. The takeover of America. By a well-oiled and well-armed multinational group of elites that will cull, kill, and subjugate. Happening as we sit here. It's happening all around us. The other shoe waiting to drop. It'll probably start on a Friday. The banks will announce a security action necessitating their computers to go offline all weekend. Digital money will disappear. They can just steal your money? Followed by the detonation of strategic electromagnetic pulse bombs to knock out major grids. What will seem like an attack on America by terrorists or Russia. An invasion of the U.S. The Russians tried it in 47. I shared this today with Kilted Christian, and I'm going to read his response because I think it was excellent. X-Files wasn't a TV show. It was a damn NWO exposure script. Remember, they always tell us before they do it. They always prep it all. That script is phenomenal and how accurate it is today and to where we are. And the fact is that chaos is the central piece to that. And that was kind of the end piece. And that's the entropic part of the warfare. You have to create chaos to such a degree that people are so confused, so misoriented, and attacking each other, takeover, and conquering them is easy. The difference between that script and where we can go, and I believe are going, is unity. But the one thing I keep saying over and over is, be careful on this promise of the vote. Now, there's a lot of discussion right now on the vote of whether the vote's going to be secure or not secure. There's a lot of promises or talk about a red wave. But here's the thing I keep hitting at. Everyone's talking about voting. At the same time, they're trying to take away the guns because apparently that's dangerous and the vote isn't. And on the other side of that is the entire concept that no one is talking about shortages, shortages of fuel, shortages of, of food. They're just talking about the immediate problem. See, there's a headline today in Zero Hedge. It's a great one. Elections won't fix this. And it goes on. This was originally authored by Jeffrey Tucker via Brownstone Institute. And it says, Americans have limitless faith in democracy. In the early 19th century, that chambered Alexis de Tocqueville. His book, Democracy in America, still rings true today because not much has changed. The entire country can be in ruins, and even then, most people figure that it will be improved or even solved come November. It's been going on for our entire history. As a people, we believe our elections are what keep people and not the dictators in charge. The problem is that we're not there. And... We are in such a place where, here's another quote here, Trump couldn't fire Fochi, at least not easily, and he was told this repeatedly, that that pertains to millions of other employees in this category. That's the SCS category, people that cannot be fired. And so we are being engineered and run by an elite class of people that are permanently installed in D.C. that are not touchable by the vote. Another quote from this article, a hegemonic bureaucratic class that is not controlled by political class and believes that it possesses total power. That's the SCS class, Senior Executive Service. So while I hear all this greatness about the elections in November and the potential for red wave, we need to be very realistic to understand that I don't care if everything went our way, if every election was won the way we wanted it to be won. The fact of the matter is that it is not going to change the problem in the leadership of this nation. 
If you remember a couple days ago, I played a piece from Glenn Beck that explained very clearly what was going on in the sense of policies and rules, and they were using agencies and bypassing Congress because Congress is the one who's the only one supposed to make laws in this nation, and they're executing rules and regulations as if they are laws. And it's not through Congress, it's just directly through the agencies. Our government has been completely infected by an elite class of people and people that are grubby and butt-sniffing trolls and parasites that literally want part of that elite class. They will do anything to be part of an easy job. Our government is now against the people. It is a traitorous class. Listen to this piece on gun liability. We should repeal the liability shield that often protects gun manufacturers from being sued for the death and destruction caused by their weapons. They're the only industry in this country that has that kind of immunity. If you hit somebody with your car, does the car manufacturer take liability and responsibility? If you stab somebody with a kitchen knife, does the kitchen knife company have to take responsibility? I'm pretty sure Joe Biden's lying. The number one lobbyist in Washington, Big Pharma, has no liability for side effects and adverse reactions for their COVID vaccine, which they're trying to mandate on the masses. And recently, left-wingers are throwing an absolute fit that special Olympians families are allowed to decide whether they get the shot or not. And thanks to Governor Ron DeSantis, people who opted out are allowed to play in Florida. Are the fact checkers going to fact check Joe Biden? No, because they're little fraud clown liars. They'll probably continue to put false on my true videos that threaten their agenda of hypocrisy, lies, big pharma cover-ups. And that's exactly what they're doing. They, by controlling the information in the fifth generation of warfare, that domain continues to keep a cap on what is said and what is discussed. We hear a lot about the concepts of virtual town squares and all of this, but all of this is critical in this day and age. They've kept people isolated and divided. That's the whole principle of COVID, wearing them down, conditioning people to be obedient, the masks, then going further because once people are willing and broken down far enough to roll up their sleeve and take an injection, there's no limit to what they can do to you. We have a mass of people, about 60% of this population, that are worse than slaves because slaves at least have some dignity usually and fight. These people have nothing left. They're just drones. If you literally told these people they had to go into the hospital and remove a kidney, there'd probably be half of them that would. That's the type of control that they currently have. And this is the intensity of the warfare. And I'm pivoting back throughout this because I don't want this show tonight, ever any show, to ever be a show of doom. But it is real. And the importance of the remnant and the importance of this focus on our relationship with Christ and Christ to Father has never been more important. This isn't just a relationship for our salvation or for the relationship with God. This is literally the only battle position you can have to win. And I'm not exaggerating. If we lack this as a whole, we will not recover at all. Because this country is in a true spiritual war. And that spiritual war is eroding at every point possible to strip things away. Now, the problem is that their plan, the left's plan, the, the globalist plan, is executing perfectly. Whether we like that or not, it is stripping away this country faster than anything we've ever imagined. What's at our advantage is that it's happening faster than they wanted, and that's evident by the amount of panic that they're showing in a number of things. Taking a listen to this, this is three minutes, some odd seconds, on an attack by MSNBC and Daily Beast, the pedo- pro-pedophile publication that defended pedophiles, by the way, going after Juan Osaven. With the name Wayne Willett, how about Juan Osaven? If the answer is no, you're not alone. They're the same person. Going by the alter ego, Juan Savin, Wayne Willett has become a leading figure in QAnon circles. As I'm sure you're aware by now, QAnon followers believe some truly insane stuff. From the bizarre claim that Democrats are Satan-worshipping, bloodthirsting pedophiles, to the thoroughly debunked lies about the 2020 election being rigged. So if you're wondering why you should care about this guy, 
It's because Wayne or Juan or whatever you want to call him, he might be handpicking your state's next chief election official. Usually, these races don't make national headlines, but secretaries of state, they're critical to free and fair elections. And in most states, they have the ultimate say over the entire election process, from voting options to certifying the results. Now back to Willett. He helped found a group called the America First Secretary of State Coalition, a team dedicated to getting right-wing QAnon candidates elected as secretaries of state across the country. For instance, big lie believer Jim Marchant is a leading GOP candidate in Nevada. Mark Fincham, who was seen outside the Capitol building on January 6th, he's the likely Republican nominee in Arizona. And don't forget, Trump endorsed election denier Christina Caramo, who has already been, excuse me, who has already secured the GOP nomination in Michigan. All three of those places, they were swing states in 2020. Their potential wins an incredibly scary prospect for democracy looking ahead to 2024, when any one of those people could theoretically decide the results of that presidential election. So joining me now is someone who has written extensively on Wayne Willett, Daily Beast politics reporter Will Summer. His latest article, it's a doozy. You got to read it. It focuses on Willett's background and his potential influence, if not real influence, over U.S. elections moving forward. Will, an honor to have you here. I mean, you've done a really deep dive into Willett. But first, can you just give us a little bit more flavor, a little bit more background on who Wayne Willett is, if that's truly his name? Where would a guy like this come from? And is there somebody who's funding somebody like Wayne Willett? Sure, he's a fascinating figure to me. So I've covered QAnon for years now, and he was a name that kind of kept popping up in all these kind of weird ways. Uh, and I thought of him even as kind of a marginal figure. Uh, and then suddenly I started seeing these real politicians saying, well, you know, we all trust what Juan Sabin is saying, all this kind of stuff under his alias. So I started looking into him. This is a guy who's a private investigator in the Seattle area. He was involved in some kind of anti-Clinton shenanigans in Arkansas in the 90s. Um, but he's basically like a workman's comp investigator. He films people to see if you're wearing the neck brace, stuff like that. And yet he's been able to construct this online persona uh, that he's like a super spy, essentially. And, you know, he th this has given him this credibility. He appears on all these live streams and kind of like hides his identity. And this has given him this ability, you know, to organize secretary of state candidates and almost like a guru figure to these people because they say, you know, well, we trust Juan. We do whatever Juan says, that kind of stuff. And so with this story, I, I wanted to finally kind of get into who this character really is and, and hopefully wake some people up to some of the forces at play uh, ahead of the midterms. Now, if I pronounce the name correctly, the way the Daily Beast says it, it's Ithwan Othaven, with a wisp, with a wisp. I'm telling you, these people are unbelievable. And you can tell that they're in panic. Listen to this. This is another piece. This comes from another MSNBC troll. Listen to this. We know this was coming. Everyone who wants to preserve democracy should pay extra close attention because this plan to subvert the election should not come as a surprise. They've been telling us since they lost in 2020. They know their policies are trash. They know they can't win election on the merits. So it sure looks like at this point they're going to cheat because they're telling us they're going to cheat to make sure they win instead. The question is, what are we going to do about it? What are federal agencies going to do about it? What are lawmakers going to do about it? I think we have a new virus. I think it's called the list virus. They teeth. They teeth. I don't know how that's happening. It's amazing. It's everybody in the mainstream media seems to be lisping these days. But anyway, the whole point of this is that they are obviously unnerved. And that's what we're going to find out some of what Juan's been involved in later this week about these getting the Secretary of State's involved in in reelected that are pro real voting. Obviously that has them shaken. And that's important because they, they are off base. They're going for broke right now, but don't underestimate their ability to weave chaos. There's a piece that showed up today. I don't know the verity of this piece, but I can tell you that there was apparently a UFO sighting that of something that came very close to people. This is down in Florida, it looks like. But why this is important, even if it was made up, it doesn't matter, is that there was massive screaming and hysteria in the background. Look, this is setting the stages like I've been telling you. There's going to be some sort of alien invasion coming in later this summer or, or later this year. 
And even if it's completely made up on social media and made up in on the mainstream media, they are going to create this massive fear of people screaming and running. They're going to show laser beams coming down. They're going to show people sucked up by some transporter beam. They're going to do everything possible because the whole idea of entropic warfare is to create chaos and so such levels of chaos that people have zero trust in anything. Remember, Obama once said that once you get people so distrusting everything that they can't even trust their own government, they have won. And that's the attempt here because once that happens, they can roll in with their alternate plan to offer hope and goodwill through the principles of a QR code, a digital ID passport, and the new digital money. Today, I took a look and read through the requirements for some of the loan dismissal for student loans. Here's what's interesting. Right now, if you are a teacher or a federal employee, you can apply to have all your student loans removed, dismissed. How's that one? So you can already see the class of people they're trying to elevate and privilege. This is all about divide and conquer. And there's going to be a lot of things that as a movement, we're going to have to turn a blind eye to because there's going to be people within the movement, outside of the movement, that are going to get financial benefit from this system, whether they want it or not. It's coming because their whole idea is to constantly drive wedges. One of the easiest ways to separate, to get people to start fighting amongst each other and breaking loyalty, especially if you have them in a contained space, like a prison camp or like the United States of America, since we're in one big prison camp, is to start giving privilege to one person in a group. So that what that ends up doing is you take one, and for example, they do this in, in holding POWs that happen. This is a classic communist trick. You take one person out of the group. When they come back in the group, they've had a shower, they've got fresh clothes, and then when food comes in, they always get an extra portion. What that makes, what that happens is it looks like they have sold out the group, and they try to constantly give favor to that person. If someone's going to get a beating, it's not going to be that one person. They're going to do the same effect here with financial issues, whether it's financial checks from the government for COVID relief or whether it's going to be debt removal. Some guy today posted a piece on TikTok talking about how all of his student loan debt and credit card debt was erased over the weekend. He has no idea how. Again, there it is. And what that does immediately is it seeds doubt and people begin to ask questions of like, okay, wait a minute, what did you do? Like, are you really, were you, did you vote for Biden? I mean, that's the sorts of things they want people to think. So you have to keep a very level head right now and you have to keep absolutely grounded in the relationship of Christ in Christ and our scriptures, because this thing is going to get crazier. And I've been saying this, but when you get into fifth generation warfare, the crazy isn't in your face, it's in your head. And they're masters at turning things around over on top of themselves. One of the big areas that they're going to keep going after as well is energy. Steve Bannon's got a piece here. It's about four minutes. I want you to listen to it. It's really good on some of the coming crisis with energy. Curious minds want to know, how's that pride thing working out? You're going to go get some. You, maybe we put the barrel, maybe we paint the barrels with rainbow, the rainbow colors. Why don't we do that? You're over there begging. You're on bended knee. You're humiliating this country. Then you're going to go to Venezuela. Cortez nailed it. You've made every gangster in the world super wealthy. You and your Green New Deal, you, you, if you're going to try to do it, then at least be an adult and think it through. You know, Greta, you know, the little 12-year-old running around with her, you know, giving you a stink eye all the time, right? That, that put fear in you, all quivering and quiver, you know, all scared of that. And then Biden, and look where this has got us. It's a, it's a threefold crisis. It's oil, gas, and electricity. Dave Walsh, you're a guy on this. Tell us how bad this crisis is, and is it going to get worse? Hey, Steve, just real quick, building on Oscar's report, 10 million new people in the country over a year and a half period arriving in this way mean we need 10 more 1,000 megawatt baseload power plants to support those folks in terms of humanely treating them. Where is that happening? You know the answer. It's not happening. That's just among many other things. So, you know, the population growth means the need for more energy. This isn't happening. And this is the key thing. So what's different from 1976? Why is this worse? 
Well, it's worse because we have our own government conspiring directly with, with OPEC and with Russia to take conscious actions to drive up energy prices in this country, specifically oil and gas. And you look at uh, even even today, it's been reported by WhatsApp that a, a WhatsApp, that's a that's an energy web information source. We have now 2,000 federal leases in Wyoming that retroactively the Obama appointed judge who shut down uh, production in the Gulf of Mexico by canceling leases there is considering to withdraw 2,000 present oil and gas leases in Wyoming as we speak. So we talked last week and the week before about the actions in Alaska, the Gulf of Mexico, offshore drilling, as posited by our wonderful Secretary of the Interior before the Mansion Committee. Now we've got 2,000 leases in Wyoming for oil and gas exploration look, looking at being canceled in the next few days by the administration. So what we didn't face in the 70s was a cross-conspiracy of our own government to draw down supplies, to draw down a supply of oil and gas, which has the impact of raising prices. We didn't have that then. So the uh, the CNN piece, uh, positive in terms of they're, they're coming around on the severity of this. But this has been the, the nub of consistent actions by the administration and leading with the Obama administration binge at the end of the uh, uh, 2012-2014 period, six key environmental uh, policies being pushed in kind of a binge, the mercury and air, air toxic standard, the cross-state pollution rule, the regional haze rule, national ambient air quality standards rule, the clean power plan rule, and the coal combustion residuals plan all being pushed forward by the EPA between 2013 and 2015 that resulted in the shuttering of one-third of the nation's coal resource for power generation. We, we shuttered 100,000 uh, um, megawatts of coal fire generation. From, we had 330 gigawatts of coal for power generation, important because that's a base load continuous resource for us. Shuttered now to 210,000, and, and we're accelerating that even in 2022. The shutdown of base load continuous duty uh, generating plants, which exacerbates the gas crisis we're seeing at the pump. The electricity crisis is going going to be as bad this fall because of key regions not having enough base load energy supply. This is the keys to t- taking apart a nation. You're going to shut down their power, going to start contaminating and destroying their food, ultimately trying to break the back of everybody. So when we've been talking about for two years now the importance of getting sovereignty in your home built on the county by county model and building out with the county. This is why this is where this was going the whole time. And the magnitude of this is phenomenal. And the speed at which this is happening is phenomenal, which tells you the corruption level. So I want to just put that in context because one of the things that is frustrating a lot of people is why isn't there counter action taken? Why don't we see the military involved in doing something? Why don't we see a response? I just want you to think about how many things are in play to make this sort of energy shutdown effective. That means you have to have people from the president on down to every single agency and foot soldiers on the ground to enforce an action to shut down power in the nation. People aren't even are just being obedient soldiers because they've all at one point or another bought into or been promised something in this new world order. This is the destruction of America on full force. So to look at this and frame this appropriately in this concept of entropic warfare, there's not enough military to solve this problem. We have people out here that truly believe this green agenda is a proper thing to do and that suffering through this is okay because it's what we have to do to get rid of petrochemicals. They're fools because there's no replacement for it at this point in time. And the other part of it is it will break the economy and yet these people don't care because part of their belief system it is their religion is that we are parasites on this face of this planet. And if many die, it's okay, because as long as they live, it's all right. As long as they aren't suffering, it's okay, which gives the elite a ability to focus in and target on the problem class. That just happens to be every single person, 80 million people that voted for President Donald J. Trump, who is still our president, by the way. 
And if you're a liberal, I hope that triggered you. I hope that like right now, about right now is when you want to like start beating your head on the, on the wall. That's okay. We're, we'll, we're, we're there to watch. Please film it. It makes a great viral video. So the whole idea here is that we, they have engineered this entropy, this entropic warfare using fifth generation warfare methods, which is all about perception of reality to divide the nation using things like financial crisis, which apparently isn't ours to deal with. It's, I would imagine, I guess that was President Trump that created that. They, these people are, have been dumbed down through an education system that is more interested in whether they snip off their weenie or not. And they are living in a world where they believe that the world is going to end. In spite of the fact that Al Gore, according to Al Gore, we're supposed to all be exterminated now, which we're not. They still believe the world is going to end because of climate change and climate crisis. Everything is upside down. They can't imagine a world that isn't going to be falling apart because we are creating the problem. And even though we are the lowest level polluter in the world for our size, it's okay for China to pump out a bunch of junk in the atmosphere as long as they get their cheap crap from Walmart or wherever else they, they shop. As long as they, are, they have that, they're okay. Remember, this new concept of agriculture is critical too because it's going to bring low impact, low environmental impact growing into your city. And they're going to be happy with this in spite of the fact that every single thing is going to be engineered to work in concert with these injections so that these people literally become mindless drones on their way toward a transition to a new type of human called transhuman. This is where we sit in a perspective of warfare. And the difference between winning and losing is going to be our ability to stay away from the chaos and not be impacted by it and to have the wherewithal to see through this chaos, and to fight for truth. There is a phenomenal person doing work in this area right now, leading the way in one area, being fearless, and that's Matt Walsh. He's doing this whole war movie now on what is a woman. Listen to this piece, on, and this is disturbing. This is where this other dimension of warfare has been coming from. All of a sudden, we see the attack in the schools and our on our children. This is literally... This has been planned and engineered, and it originated from a pedophile that has become an icon within the educational movement. In the beginning here, you'll hear a short introduction. She, has, she hands the, the book over to Matt Walsh. You're going to hear it in a minute. And she's showing him something. What she's showing him are hand drawings of children having sex with one another as part of the teaching that these kids are getting in elementary school. Take a listen. Matt, I, I, want, I want to show this to you. You're a parent, right? Okay? It's, it's perfectly normal for 10 years and up. Here's just one page I want you to see here. For 10 and up, huh? It's, it's unspeakable what these people have done to our children. When did that start? When was it decided that we need to start teaching kids about this stuff at such a young age? So I'll answer that with one word, Kinsey. Kinsey was a social reformer. He wanted to rid society of Judeo-Christian values when it came to sexuality. And he worked very hard to do that, and I would say he succeeded. Kinsey would be very happy with our culture today. His idea was that children are sexual from birth that we're all inherently sexual creatures from cradle to grave. He believed that true happiness is found in a life of perverse sexual experimentation, no matter the age. What came out is that his research was fraudulent. Kinsey based his fraudulent conclusions on data he collected from convicted sex offenders and child molesters. His research was conducted in prisons, not everyday America. He also performed horrific sexual experiments on children, some under the age of one. His most influential book, Sexual Behavior in the Human Male, contains an infamous chart called Table 34, which documents the orgasms of very young kids, including babies as young as five months old. But instead of suffering the consequences for his heinous actions, he was and still is celebrated by academia and Hollywood. His ideas form the foundation for sexual education in public schools today. How do we get from this to you can choose your own gender? 
Okay, well now we have another very important character, and his name was John Money. John Money was a psychologist and professor at Johns Hopkins University. Gender ideology was his brainchild. In fact, he coined the terms gender identity and gender roles. And according to Money, babies are gender neutral at birth. And ultimately, environment determines whether a person is a man or a woman. Money was telling the world about his theory that a boy could be raised as a girl and do just fine, and vice versa. And so Money tried out his theory on two young twin boys, the Reimer twins. When the twins were eight months old and they went to be circumcised, the first twin, whose name was Bruce, um, something went wrong with the machinery and his penis was burnt off. They stopped and didn't do a second circumcision on the other twin, as you might imagine. And the parents, of course, didn't know what to do. How are they gonna raise this child? John Money convinced Bruce's parents to transition him into a girl. Money also conducted sexually abusive experiments on the twins throughout their childhood, including forcing them to simulate sex acts on each other. He reported up to the age of 10 that this was a complete success. Well wasn't true. The results were a disaster. Bruce could never fully accept his female identity. Eventually, his parents told him the truth, and he chose to transition back to a boy, taking the name David. As an adult, David spoke out about the abuse and the damage done to him by John Money. The girls would do their things with their Barbies and things like that, and that wouldn't interest me. Mm -hmm. And uh, things such as trucks and uh, rolling forts and, uh, you know, getting to the odd fist fight and mm -hmm. climbing trees. That's the kind of stuff that I liked, but it was unacceptable, so I'd never... As a girl? As, as a girl, I had no place to, to fit in. The trauma that he and his brother and his entire family went through left deep scars. His brother died of an overdose uh, when he was 38, and then David died, committed suicide. There was never a retraction or an apology from John Money. Instead, his ideas were adopted by mainstream psychology and they form the basis of gender ideology today. Why don't more people know about John Money and Alfred Kinsey? Evidently, there are forces that don't want this information out. We're being run by a pedophile class. Don't ever think otherwise. It's the truth. Matthew 18.6, but whoever causes one of these little ones who believes in me to stumble, it would be better for him to have a heavy millstone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. I think millstones are going to come back in fashion. Patriots, we need to have fire in our belly. This is the fires of righteousness. These people are sick. Not only are they trying to destroy our nation, they have waged war on our children and our elderly. God can forgive that. We have to stop it. We cannot let it continue. This is a war, a very real one. And they're doing everything they can to sow chaos and permanent division in our world. Our greatest mission right now is to open people's eyes to this darkness and to find that strength that only God can give us to help bridge the differences so that we stand as one. That is the true fight. Their plan, sadly, is rather successfully working to dismantle this nation. I have no doubt that there's good people behind the scenes fighting, but they are not going to succeed without us being participant in the victory. The days of cool memes and spinning around on Twitter, they're done. This is on the streets time. This is in your county commission's time. This is in the face of people time. That soft red pill that we try to gently push into people to have them understand, forget it. Kick a suppository up their backside or shove it down their throat. It is time that truth comes out. That is just that simple. No more nice. We're fighting for the salvation of humanity and the protection of our children. And that is where we are. Faith demands that we take action. God gave us dominion. We need to assume that control and believe it. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. We've come together. 
We are blessed each and every day to have the opportunity to assemble in the many forms that we do to build our fellowships and our strength and rekindle the fires of righteousness within us. Father, we pray for the children, we pray for the elderly, we pray for those that have no way to defend themselves. But we also know that part of that role is ours. And so we pray for that opportunity that we can intervene to be the protectors as you would ask us to be. Guide us in this fight, Father, for this is an enemy that knows no bounds. It is an evil that is rooted purely in its destruction of everything you created. We stand, we stand firmly, and we pray for your hand of justice to arrive swiftly and decisively upon this land. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So patriots, understand the enemy. They're not kind. And unfortunately, all of those that align with them increasingly, it isn't a negotiation with them. All they see as us as something they can be a predator to. We are their prey. Don't be a prey. Be strong. Be a warrior. Walk under the banner of Christ. Be ruthless in your pursuit of faith. And don't be somebody's doormat. We were never intended to be. We have to know when to flip tables and to stand strong. That time is now. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He will never forsake us. But we need a lot of prayers in this nation right now. Prayers for healing. Prayers for clarity. And prayers for focus into this battle. In the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.